Welcome to the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation Week 4 Presented by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher Follow me at ChrisBelcher24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram The show is at PBW Podcast on those platforms Make sure you're following along with us Make sure you're interacting and giving us some feedback It's the best way for us to know if you're digging what we're doing So make sure you give us some feedback Subscribe to the Bodyslam.net YouTube channel Follow along with us on Sportswire Radio and wherever you find your podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. Once again, I'm Chris Belcher. I'm your phenomenal host. With me, as always, is Mr. Andy York, the young buck. I got it right that time. I can talk this week. I'm good this week. I can talk Andy this yuck. week. <laughs> Never going to let me live that down. No, 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 no. Nope, never going to let me live that down. <laughs> man, a lot to get to. The go-home show. Man, I can't believe we've actually done three weeks of this I know. already. I know. You know, and I know you and I are all about future booking, so I know you've got stuff for next month. Mm-hmm. And I like I've got all the ideas running in my head of what's coming next. Yep. And then to go back and read my script of what's going on here, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. I forgot that happened because I my mind is like <laughs> in week seven or eight already. Yeah, you know? I uh, full disclosure kind of peeked behind the the curtain. Uh, obviously the first pay-per-view is set, like the card is set uh-huh. and basically the second pay-per-view card is already set for me. Yep. So it's like, I, I know where the destination is. Yep. The fun part is now getting to that destination yep. in a creative way. So yep. I knew like, I knew the first pay-per-view what I wanted Yep. and like finding the way to get there is a lot of fun. So yep. it's a lot of fun. I'm the same way. Most of my second pay-per-view is already set. Yeah. I think I've got a few matches I need to sprinkle in. But I I have my main event mm. and another match for pay per view three already. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm I'm getting there too. So it's a lot of fun. Um, Mr. Brad Beal is not with us, of course, during this session. He's not feeling well. We hope to have him back for the pay per view next week. But before we get there, want to recap what happened in week three again? We encourage you guys make sure you're listening along with us. Uh, weeks one, two, and three are just full of intricate storylines and fun stuff, yep. surprises. You don't want to miss those. So we're not going to spoil all those things for you, but we want to give a quick recap as to what happened in week three. Uh, I guess I will start. Man, what happened in week three? Um, <laughs> Matt Cardona fell victim in his third chance to impress Steve Austin to get into the world title picture. He lost a singles match to AJ Styles. Again, not without controversy. So uh, there'll be some retribution for that coming up this week. Also, we now know it will be the Good Brothers. And Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, I'm not calling them Red Dragon, they're the Undisputed Era. (laughs) Um, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly and the Good Brothers going at it to determine the first ever tag team champions at Game On, we also found out that AJ Styles and Adam Cole will be facing each other one-on-one, and it will be for the vacant Intercontinental Championship. We had another run-in with Chris Jericho and Rick Boogs and R-Truth. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> and we had the shocking debut of the number one draft pick in the female division, Brett Baker. So, go back and check that out. Andy, give us a recap of week three of Mayhem. So the final team was selected for the Conquest of Champions Tag Team Championship match. It'll be uh, the Young Bucks won their opening match, and so they will be facing FTR at the pay-per-view. Adam Hangman Page and John Moxley had a face-to-face altercation after uh, Page kind of attacked him from behind and basically went after Renee Young as well. Um, let's see here. Jordan Grace made her in-ring debut against a uh, surprising return debuting slash returning in a weird way beth phoenix yep. uh in a uh one-sided affair and then a massive beat down afterwards you have to go back and listen to see which was which um and then obviously malachi black faced cody rhodes malachi black kind of picking up the sort of upset win but not really an upset win it was kind of an even match uh but the lights keep going in and out on both the first match and this match and the house of black is in a bad way right now um, and then the main event was Keith Lee versus Kevin Owens with Kevin Owens getting the win off a quick stunner to move on to the quarterfinals, which is happening tonight. There we go. 
All right, so week four, the go-home show before the pay-per-view. Andy has Conquest of Champions coming up next week. I have got game on, so we will see uh, how we lead up to that, what what more details we can give. And, and again, at the end of the show, we'll give you a little preview of the pay-per-view because at that point, the final cards will be set, so mm-hmm. we'll run through them, and we'll give you a little preview as to what you can expect. And then if there's anything leading up the fallout that you know we can give you, we will give you. All right. Andy is going to go first since I went first last week. We're going to put 30 minutes on the clock. And Andy will take it away. Go home show for Mayhem. <laughs> the crack in the system. They pay me a villain. I'm back with a vengeance like I'm a god. I can't be defeated. I am the reason. I am the source. I got a legion. The battle is mine. The one to believe in. Break down the walls. Open the doors. It's hunting season. This is what I am. I'm causing mayhem. Heaven to hell. Freedom of jail. I will prevail. Cause the head of a snake. I'm in the field. Shopping the steel. I am the I Yes. This world is one for the taking. You know. I'll never give it up. Never, never give it up. I am the Hello and welcome to this go home episode of PBWF Mayhem before Conquest of Champions. And let me tell you, folks, if you are a wrestling fan of purest wrestling, tonight is your night because we have a loaded show for you tonight. Asuka will be taking on Bianca Belair to determine the final spot for the women's tournament finals, uh, semifinals at Conquest of Champions. Wardlow will be taking on the hand-picked opponent by Triple H. Then we have our quarterfinal matchups for the men's tournament, CM Punk versus Seth Rollins, MJF versus John Moxley, Kevin Owens versus Malachi Black, and our opening contest tonight. Shinsuke Nakamura is making his way out to the ring after getting the upset win over Drew McIntyre in his opening round. Now coming here to face his opponent, Kenny Omega is making his way to the ring as well as two former New Japan pro wrestlers. This is the first time they have ever met and wrestled. So this is a dream match for a lot of people out there, including both of these men. It's going to be a banger of a match. You definitely want to stick around and watch this as it happens. So the bell rings. Kenny Omega and Shinsuke Nakamura meet face-to-face in the middle of the ring. Kenny extends his hand to shake hands with uh, with uh, Nakamura. Nakamura shakes his hand back, but quickly rolls him up into a roll-up. One, two, kick out from Kenny Omega. But Kenny gets up quick, but gets drilled with a huge kick to the side of the head. Kenny bounces off the ropes, and Nakamura lands a belly-to-back suplex, sending Kenny, fly- Kenny flying out of the ring. Nakamura bounces off the ropes and hits a baseball slide, sending Kenny back into the barricade. Nakamura rolls Kenny back into the ring. Uh, he goes into the ring. But as he tries to get into the ring, Kenny meets him with a drop kick off the apron onto the barricade himself. In one quick motion, Kenny Omega jumps to the top turnbuckle and hits a moonsault to the outside, taking Nakamura out as we cut to commercial break. We come back for segment two. Kenny Omega has Nakamura in the, on the turnbuckle, lands a massive V-trigger, and then lands a dragon suplex onto Nakamura. But Nakamura is able to roll through the dragon suplex and hit a one-legged drop kick. Both men are completely wiped out. The referee is starting his count. One, two, three. He gets all the way up to count eight before Nakamura drags himself up by the ropes, and Kenny is able to roll out of the ring. Nakamura tries to hit a suicide die, but is met with a V-trigger out of nowhere. Nakamura gets rolled back into the ring, lifts him up, plants him with the one-winged angel. One, two, three. Kenny Omega wins and will move on to face the winner of tonight's matchup between John Moxley and MJF at Conquest of Champions. Mm. 
We cut backstage to see Renee Young is standing by with Cody Rhodes. And in fact, Renee asked Cody about his match last week with Malachi Black. Cody Rhodes says, you know, it just wasn't my night. And to be honest, I got way ahead of myself. And Malachi Black took advantage of that out there, and there wasn't anything I could do. Renee is about to ask him another question, but in steps Brian Danielson. Brian kind of looks at Renee as they have their history from back in the day hosting a little TV show. He grabs the mic from her and says, I have been sitting... I've been sitting back watching this tournament and I am sick of what I see guys like CM Punk, MJF, John Moxley, and even this joke, Cody Rhodes being put into the tournament, but I was left out. I'm sick of the disrespect. So I'm going to start taking it. I'm going to start by taking it out on people. And you know what, Cody, you're my first victim. So it's going to be Brian Danielson versus Cody Rhodes next week. The both men, both men just kind of oh. look at each other, and they walk away from each other. <laughs> wow. Okay. Malachi Black is coming out. He has a match scheduled next, but he's also has a mic in his hand as he's walking out. Very frustrating last couple of weeks for Malachi Black as both Buddy Matthews and Brody King have been basically kidnapped. Nobody knows where they're at. It's amazing that anybody can kidnap Brody King. So whoever did it must be super powerful as we cut to commercial break during his entrance. Something supernatural. (laughs) We come back for segment three. Malachi Black is in the ring with a mic. And he says, week after week, the House of Black has been systematically attacked by someone. It started with Buddy, and now Brody is gone. Whoever you are, you want to pick a fight with me, you got it. So show me your face, coward, and I will make you pay for everything you've done to us. Malachi Black tosses the mic to the side, looks down to the ramp, waiting for whoever's been attacking them to come out. Kevin Owens is making his way out to the ring, microphone in hand. He says... You shouldn't be worried about who's attacking you. You should be worried about the butt kicking I'm going to give you tonight, Malachi. So put your little mask back on. Go ahead and lay back down and let me just cover you so you can go take care of whoever's been attacking you. Because nobody really cares about House of Black anyway. As he's making his way down to the ring, Malachi Black's had enough. And he jumps through the middle rope, takes out Kevin Owens, rolls him back into the ring. And he is just laying on the shots onto Kevin Owens. Drilling him with a running knee, sending him flying into the corner as the bell rings. Black gets into the corner and just starts laying in the punches and the forearms and forearm and forearm and forearm. The referee gets to the count of four before Black finally gets away and screams out of frustration of what's been taking place. Black begins to walk back to KO, but Kevin Owens drop kicks Black's knee, sending him face first into the turnbuckle. And then Kevin Owens returns the favor by laying in shots to Black. Kevin Owens clotheslines Malachi Black over the top rope. He goes, bounces off the ropes, and hits a huge top rope suicide dive as we cut to commercial break. Mm. Kevin Owens is in full control as we come back from commercial break. He nails Kevin. Uh, he nails Malachi Black with a German suplex. One, two, kick out. Kevin climbs to the top rope, goes for a frog splash, but gets met with a flying knee, a jumping knee, busting Kevin Owens wide open. Ooh. Kevin Owens pulls himself up by the ropes, but Black begins to drill him with the multiple combos. But Kevin Owens is able to catch him, kick him in the gut, drills him with a package pile driver, one, two, kick out by Malachi Black. Kevin Owens goes for the stunner, but Black is able to reverse it into a jumping knee, bouncing KO off the ropes, and hits him with a black mass out of nowhere. One, two, the lights go out. A spotlight appears on Malachi Black in the center of the ring who is looking down the ramp. All of a sudden, a spotlight appears on the stage area, and Brody King and Buddy Matthews are being strung up, bleeding. Black jumps out of the ring, starts to make his way back up to the ramp, but the lights go back out. And then when they come back on, Buddy Matthews and Brody King are gone again. Black looks frustrated, confused, and then all of a sudden, a rage takes over him. He slides back into the ring, but gets drilled by a stunner. One... Two, three, Kevin Owens is moving on to face the winner of tonight's main event between Seth Rollins 
and CM Punk. And Kevin Owens, as his hand is being raised, just puts his foot on Malachi Black's chest as he says, I did it by myself, as we cut to commercial break. Of course he did. That's great. <sighs> oh, missed it. All right. Segment five. Wardlow is making his way out to the ring with Triple H by his side. Triple H is looking at Wardlow like a proud father, knowing he's about to basically let the dog off the leash and devour his prey tonight. Both men get into the ring. Triple H grabs a microphone and says, Tonight, we are going to show the world how dominant Wardlow truly is. And in fact, I've handpicked the perfect opponent to display Wardlow's power to everyone. Oh, no. Wait a minute, that's that's Bully Ray. Bully Ray, Bully Ray is making his way out to the ring. He is looking determined as ever. Triple H is clapping and laughing as they have a, a history together. Bully Ray is, is looking determined. Bully Ray gets into the ring, grabs a microphone, and says, Triple H, look, I know you wanted this to be Wardlow's dominant performance, but do you not know who I am? I'm Bully freaking Ray. In fact, I'm going to make this chump look like a little piece of trash by the time I'm done with him. So thank you for the opportunity to show everybody that I still got it and that I'm going to win this match. And as he is talking, all of a sudden, Wardlow lays him out with a massive clothesline. He finally pulls Bully back up, and they're standing face-to-face, -face and Bully hits a huge chop. But Wardlow just kind of stands there. So Bully hits another one and another one and another one with absolutely zero effect. Finally, Bully lands a stiff forearm, which completely enrages Wardlow. He goes for a clothesline, but Bully is able to duck underneath it and dodge it. He bounces off the rope, but gets laid out by a returning clothesline from Wardlow. Wardlow Irish whips Bully off the ropes and lands a huge spine buster. Wardlow then lifts Bully up and drills him with a powerbomb, and then picks him up again and drills another powerbomb. Up again and another powerbomb. Rolls him over, picks him up, hits another powerbomb. Rolls him over again, picks him up, hit another powerbomb. Puts his foot wow. on his chest. One, two, three. Wow. Your winner in dominant fashion. Wardlow and Triple H looks on with pure happiness. And as he lifts Wardlow, as the ref lifts Wardlow's hand, he, pull, he quickly pulls his hand away. And goes back to attacking Bully. He stands over him and is just laying in the shot after shot after shot. Triple H takes apart the ring steps, grabs the bottom ring step, slides it into the ring. Wardlow lifts up Bully and plants him with a powerbomb onto that exposed step. Then he does it again, and then he does it again. Someone's got to get out here. Someone's got to stop Wardlow from this attack. That's Drew McIntyre's music. And Drew McIntyre comes running out as quick as he can and Triple H forces Wardlow out of the ring. Wardlow wants a piece of Drew, but Triple H is saying, not now. Uh-uh, we're, we're going to have to wait. Triple H laughs as Wardlow kind of stares a hole through Drew McIntyre as we cut to commercial break. Wow. What segment are we in? Segment six. Okay. How much time do I got? Oh, we're good. Bully Ray is on a stretcher being rolled out of the arena and lifted into an ambulance. There's two weeks in a row that legends have been killed on my show, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> with Drew McIntyre standing by the ambulance, making sure everything goes smoothly. Renee walks up like she's going to ask him a question, but before she can, he grabs the microphone from her. Triple H and Wardlow wants to make a statement at the expense of Bully. Well, why don't they try to make a statement on me? I'm ready to show Wardlow that he isn't the big man around here. And I'm going to destroy him when I get the chance. Mm. Strong words from Drew McIntyre. I like it. I like the other music better. <laughs> A beaten and bruised John Moxley is making his way slowly through the crowd as this man has been put through the ringer. He has definitely been banged up by recent attacks by Hangman Page, but he refuses to give up his shot. He says he's not going to let Page win by trying to take him out of this tournament. He very slowly and sorely gets into the ring. You can tell that he is not in a good way right now. 
when his opponent. Oh gosh, it's MJF, and he's coming. Oh lord, he's got a microphone in his hand again. This is two weeks in a row now. This is two times in a row he's come out. He's going to cut a promo. This is not good. John, 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 really, look, it really is impressive that you can even stand right now, let alone wrestle. But let's be honest. Even if Paige hadn't beaten the crap out of you, it wouldn't stop the beating that you're going to get from me. In fact, when I'm done with you, you won't need physical therapy. Instead, I'm going to beat you so bad that you're going to turn into the alcoholic prick that you once were. <laughs> but don't worry. While you're gone, I'll make sure Renee is taken care of. <laughs> and as MJF is trying to get into the ring, Moxley just rolls out of the ring and just begins to lay in the punches to MJF. He has had enough of everybody's crap here. Does, ever, does nobody remember who John Moxley is as he lands in shot after shot after shot to his oh face? MJF is able to escape kind of quickly. Tries to get back into the ring. Moxley tries to jump back into the ring as well, but MJF meets him with a sliding knee to his injured neck area. The ref rings the bell. MJF stands over the beaten Mox, laying in the punches to the wounded to the wound that Paige opened up last week. Mox is now bleeding once again as MJF stands laughing over the lifeless Mox as we cut to commercial break. So much Poor blood. John. So it's, much blood. It's Sean Moxley. He's fine. It is. That's true. MJF is in complete control as we come back from, uh, to segment seven. Mox is still bleeding in a bad way. He tries to lock in the salts of the earth, but, M but Mox is able to roll out of the way and nail MJF with a paradigm shift, but he has lost so much blood that he can't roll over to make the cover. Mox is slowly pulling himself up by the ropes. When he turns around, though, MJF applies the salt of the earth in the middle of the ring. Mox is screaming in pain from the submission as well as the open cut over his eye. He lifts his arm like he's about to tap, but instead is able to reverse the move into a roll-up. One, two, three. John Moxley rolls out of the ring quickly, picking up the win after he rolled up MJF. John Moxley will move on to Conquest of Champions to face Kenny Omega, and MJF is screaming and kicking the ropes out of pure anger and disappointment after being rolled up by John Moxley. We cut backstage with Renee Young, who has had a busy night tonight. As she is standing with William Regal, she says, Mr. Regal, I've been told that you have a big announcement to make. Uh -oh. <clears throat> Regal says, that's right, Miss Young. This Sunday or Monday at Conquest of Champions, we will crown our first ever pure wrestling champion. The champion will be crowned during a fatal four-way ladder match with the four men who lose their, their quarterfinal matches tonight. So Shinsuke Nakamura, Malachi Black, MJF, and whoever is the loser of tonight's main event will go on to face each other in a ladder match to crown the first ever pure wrestling champion. I like that. <sighs> that sigh was for you, Brad. <laughs> Bianca Belair is making her way out to the ring. Her PBWF Mayhem debut as she will be taking on the Empress of Tomorrow as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break. Malachi Black is backstage and is limping his way through the backstage area when he notices the cameraman. He grabs the camera and says, I don't know who you are or what you want from me. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are or what you want from me, but you know where I'll be this Monday. If you want to fight, I'll give you a fight. If you have the balls to step up, Malachi Black steps back and drops the cameraman with a black mask as he walks, limping his way out. You can kind of see the camera sort of falling over as you see Malachi Black walking away when all of a sudden a foot slides into frame. And we go back to the ring. Ooh. While we try to figure out what is going on with Malachi Black, we have to move on to this match between Asuka and Bianca Belair. The winner is moving on to face Jordan Grace this Sunday with a chance to become the first ever Mayhem Women's World Champion. As Asuka gets into the ring, as she is fully prepared to, uh, to lay the beat down on Bianca, the match starts off very stiff and heavy. Asuka hits a stiff rolling back fist to Bianca. But Bianca follows it up with a huge chop of her own, sending Asuka off the ropes. But when she comes back, she drop kicks Bianca's knee. Asuka tries to hit a German suplex, but Bianca is able to flip and land on her feet 
hitting a drop kick of her own to Asuka's back, sending Asuka flying through the ropes into the outside. Bianca jumps onto the top to the top rope and goes for a cross body, but Asuka moves out of the way, crashing Bianca to the floor as we cut to commercial break. What are we going into? Seg nine. Asuka and Bianca are completely spent as we come back from commercial break, but both are still laying in stiff shots. Asuka sends Bianca into the corner, goes for a running hip attack, but Bianca catches her and hits a German suplex into the corner. Bianca climbs to the top rope, hits a beautiful moonsault. One, two, Asuka is able to kick out. Mm. Bianca sets up Asuka for the KOD. When she goes to hit, Asuka is able to counter into the Asuka lock into the middle of the ring. Bianca is struggling to get uh, to move to be able to move out of the way, but she is slowly able to power her way up to her feet. She flips Asuka over towards the front and nails her with a huge power bomb. One, two, Asuka kicks out again. But when Asuka kicks out this time, she's able to apply the Asuka lock from the kick, off, kick out in the middle of the ring. She is wrenching back. She is wrenching back too much. Bianca's body's been through enough. She can't take it and she passes out from the pain. Asuka wins and will move on to face Jordan Grace at Conquest of Champions. Wow. We have a camera now on commentary, and they begin to run down the card for Conquest of Champions. They say Kenny Omega will be facing John Moxley. Kevin Owens will face the winner of tonight's main event, Becky Lynch versus Ruby Soho, Asuka versus Jordan Grace, Tag Team Championship match between FTR and the Young Bucks. A fatal four-way ladder match between Shinsuke Nakamura, MJF, Malachi Black, and the loser of tonight's main event. And then the finals for both the men's and women's tournament to crown the first ever PBWF Mayhem men's and women's world champion. Mm. But let's get on to the final match. CM Punk is making his way out to the ring. He is focused as ever. He remembers his mission. He is not done trying to become a world champion. He yells it's clobbering time as we cut to commercial break. Going into segment 10 now. CM Punk is in the ring. Out comes Seth Rollins with Triple H by his side for this one. There's a long history between both Seth Rollins and CM Punk, as well as CM Punk and Triple H. So this one, I have a feeling, is going to get nasty really quick as the crowd is singing along with Seth Rollins. He makes his way into the ring. The bell rings. And there's sort of been a theme of the night tonight as the bell rings. Seth, Seth Rollins and CM Punk are face-to-face -face in the middle of the ring. The crowd is buzzing with anticipation for this match. And Rollins puts his hand out for a handshake, <laughs> doing the <laughs> laugh as he does it. Punk goes for it because Punk wants to be an honorable man, but as he does it, Seth Rollins flips him the middle finger right in his face. Punk laughs, but then hits Seth Rollins with a forearm shot, spinning him around, followed by a roll-up. One, two, Seth is able to kick out. Seth gets up quickly, but gets hit with a kick to the side of the head, staggering Seth against the rope, followed by a jumping knee, Punk goes to grab Rollins for the GTS, but Seth Rollins is able to shimmy his way out of the ring as Punk sits cross-legged in the middle of the ring. Seth Rollins is not happy. Triple H walks over up over to him. Both men are having a conversation together to the outside. Seth Rollins goes to one side of the ring. Triple H jumps on the apron to try to distract CM Punk. CM Punk is looking at Triple H, but he knows what's going on. He turns around and clotheslines Seth Rollins as he tries to jump him from behind. Rollins rolls to the outside once again, but this time Punk meets him with a suicide dive to the outside as we cut to commercial break. Final segment is Seth Rollins is in control. During the commercial break, Punk went for a GTS on the outside, but Rollins was able to get out of it and sending Punk shoulder first into the ring post. Rollins is about to hit the springboard knee, but Punk is able to hit a forearm as he is on the rope, staggering Rollins onto the apron. Punk is about to hit a suplex on the apron, but Rollins is able to reverse it into an apron brain buster. Rollins rolls Punk back into the ring, climbs to the top rope, hits a frog splash. One, two, Punk is able to kick out the last second. Rollins gets uh, Punk up for the pedigree, but Punk is able to get out of it, hitting Rollins with a DDT. Rollins sells into the corner. Punk hits the knee, corner knee, followed by the bulldog. Then Punk gets to the apron and hits a flying clothesline. One, 
two. Seth is able to kick out. Punk is calling for the GTS. This is it. It's time to put Seth Rollins to sleep. When Rollins gets up, he gets out of the GTS and plants CM Punk with a pedigree. Rollins sets up for the stomp, but when he goes off the rope and comes back, Punk picks him up and hits him with the GTS, but Seth Rollins is able to roll to the outside of the ring. Mm. Punk is not able to get the counter or to get the pin. Triple H goes to check on him. The referee is distracted telling Seth Rollins to get away when, wait a minute, who is that jumping the barricade? That's, what is Eric Bischoff doing? Bischoff gets in the ring. What is, what is it? He low blows CM Punk. Bischoff low blows CM Punk. Bischoff then rolls out of the ring as the referee turns around. Seth quickly gets back in the ring, hits a curb stomp. One, two, three. Seth Rollins is moving on to face Kevin Owens. And, and Rollins and Triple H are celebrating in the ring when Eric Bischoff walks into the ring. Uh, Bischoff and Triple H are now face-to-face, but the two men smile, they shake hands, and as Punk is slowly starting to pull himself back up, Seth Rollins hits him with another curb stomp, and as we go off the air, join us this Monday as we crown all new champions. We will see you at Conquest of Champions. Wow. You know, there were a couple of times where I thought we were going to get a quick squash match, like a couple of finishes that I was like, oh, it's going to be over just like that. <laughs> you know how squash Charlotte Flair. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was good, but it was really good. Like you, That means like you had me, so that was good. <laughs> Very good. I thought Kevin Owens was going to get a black mass and it was going to be over with. Uh-huh. Um, Lights go out. <laughs> and then I thought Punk was going to roll up Rollins and win early. <laughs> At the beginning? At the very beginning. I thought that was it. I thought it was over right there. Um, really good. Uh, just so you all know, we were not clear with you when, uh, spoiler alert, when Eric Bischoff appeared on Revolution <laughs> yeah. last week. Uh, there was a little insider borrowing that happened. Yeah. So you will, you might see a return favor. At some a point. return favor <laughs> of a non-wrestler yes. at some point. Yes on mayhem so yep. just an fyi it wasn't me stealing his talent no, I forgot, no, we talked about it. i forgot to clear that up last week so <laughs> i apologize um there was a little bit of, of of a little bit of a share of non-wrestlers there so um just adds, so you know it adds intrigue it adds, adds intrigue yeah yep. so again we still don't know what's happening with eric bischoff he yeah. could show back up yeah. on revolution did, we he don't join, know. did he join revision or did he you know there's there's does he have something to do with what's happening with Randy Orton in the mix? We don't know. Never know. So we'll find out. Uh, but good show. I, I was very intrigued. It's a good show. Very good show. Very good go home show. Uh, I'm glad you did a segment where you go through your card because I did the same thing. <laughs> um, but again, at the end, we'll go through all yeah. that. Very good. If you're enjoying what you're seeing or what you're listening, man, hit that subscribe button. Give us a five star review. We appreciate it. Interact with us and give us feedback on social media at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Andy's at Andy underscore PBWP. I am at Chris Belcher 24. All right. So from Mayhem, we go to Revolution. Let's see what is happening on this side of things. For the Go Home Show, week four, 30 minutes on the clock. Here we go. Let me make sure I'm good here. Mm. Okay, should be on. All right. We open the show, no opening video package. Open the show in the backstage hallway. We see Edge and Brian Myers walking the halls. They're looking for Matt Cardona, but no sign of him anywhere. They round the corner, and Matt's wife, Chelsea Green, is there. She's talking to Steve Austin. She's very emphatic. I think she's she's upset about being left out of the women's championship match coming up at game on. Brian interrupts, and he asks Chelsea where Matt is. She said he's not coming. And Edge quickly asked if you know if Matt's going to be at the pay-per-view. She said, yeah, he's going to be there, but he just needed a week to cool off. About that time, the camera widens, and the entire bloodline appears. <laughs> Roman Reigns is face-to-face with Edge. He smiles, and he says, good luck tonight. Here we go. Welcome to Ringside, everybody. I'm Tom Hannafin. Joined, as always, by Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer John Bradshaw Layfield. And tonight, 
We have a loaded show. We're going to see the in-ring singles debut of Brian Myers. We're going to see The Miz finally face Randy Orton with a host of security surrounding the ring. And our main event, just days ahead of the World Heavyweight Championship match, Edge will face Dolph Ziggler. But for right now, here comes Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly to the ring. And here comes the good brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, as we saw last week. These two teams are going to square off that game on to crown the first Revolution Tag Team Champions. But ahead of that, we're going to see singles action tonight. We're going to see Bobby Fish versus Luke Gallows to kick us off. The bell sounds we are underway. The two men are sizing each other up. But Bobby Fish rolls to the outside. I don't think he wants any part of the big LG. Kyle O'Reilly whispers something in his ear, and Bobby Fish jumps back in the ring. Gallows goes to lock up, but Fish, he shoots the leg. He hooks Gallows in a precarious position, but Gallows spins out, and he hits a big clothesline, reminiscent of DDP on that one. Bobby Fish is up. Gallows charges in. Fish ducks. He, he tries to shoot the legs again, but Gallows jumps out of the way and just stomps Bobby Fish's hands and again. And again, Bobby Fish gets up and he eats a big boot from the big LG. But he rolls to the outside. Luke Gallows unable to recover. He and Kyle O'Reilly are conversing again on the outside. The ref begins his count. But Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, looks like they're headed back up the ramp. Suddenly, here comes Adam Cole and Roderick Strong to meet him on the stage. Looks like they're having a little powwow. The ref counts to 10. The fans are not happy with this outcome. It's a count-out win for Luke Gallows. It seems like the Undisputed Era wants no part of the club, but we're supposed to see Kyle O'Reilly and Carl Anderson in action next. We'll sort this out after commercial break. We are back. Order has been restored. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be Carl Anderson and Kyle O'Reilly. The match is underway. Steve Austin came out and announced during the break there will be no countouts during this match. There must be a winner due to what just happened. We skip towards the end of the match, and no one's really had the advantage. It's a back-and-forth contest. From out of nowhere, though, Carl Anderson hits O'Reilly with a gun stun, or a stun gun for you old-school fans. Um, the cover the count, one, two, no. O'Reilly has his foot on the rope. He picks up, uh, sorry, Gallows picks up O'Reilly, shoots him off the ropes. Big spine, but sorry, that was Anderson, not Gallows. Big spine buster, Arn Anderson style. Kyle O'Reilly is in trouble. Anderson picks him up on his shoulders, looking for that swivel stun gun, but bang, a super kick from Adam Cole from out of nowhere. The entire Undisputed Era hits the ring. The bell sounds. This one's thrown out. The ref is repeatedly just calling for the bell. Here comes AJ Styles and Finn Balor. All eight men are in the ring once again. Uh-oh. Here comes Austin. Austin has a mic. He says, all right, hey, 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 enough. I've had enough of this crap. AJ Cole, I'm handing you guys an opportunity for the Intercontinental title, the pay-per-view. This is how you repay me. And, and this tag team deal, was a mess from the start. So here's what we're going to do. At the pay-per-view, these two matches are going to take place. But if anyone that is not directly involved in the match, in the IC match and the tag belts, the, those belts will be held up if anybody else interferes. Neither group are going to get a shot at any of them, and all eight of you will be suspended. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold says so. Oh, my goodness. Suspensions being handed out. I mean, this is a war. They better keep it in check if they want those titles. As we head to commercial break. All right. Got a text message. Just wanted to check it. All right. Here we go. Back from commercial break. All right, we are back from commercial break. It's time for some tag team action. Here are the newcomers, Hunter Knott and Rosario Grillo, TSF. They went to Steve Austin. They want to challenge the Usos, the team that eliminated them from the Battle Royal 
last week. TSF wanted to prove that they're better than what they showed last week, but that is a tall task against one of the most decorated tag teams in history, the Usos. The bell sounds, and we are underway with Jimmy Uso and Rosario Grillo in the ring. The smack talk begins. Jay Uso and Hunter Knott get in the ring and start yelling as well. And then, boom, double super kicks by the Usos. Jimmy pins Grillo, but the ref's not counting. He's trying to get Jay and Hunter Knott out of the ring. Finally, he turns around and he counts. One, two, the shoulder is up from Grillo. Jimmy can't believe it. Tags in Jay. He's going for the Uso splash. But Grillo gets the knees up and he rolls up Jay. One, two, a kick out though. They both get up. Jay goes for a super kick. Grillo rolls through and he tags Hunter Knott. He comes in and he uses his, he uses his strength to throw Jay Uso around. Finally clotheslining him over the top rope to the outside. Uso's trying to regroup as we head to commercial break. Going into segment four, we are back. It's been a very back-and-forth match. Hunter Knott tags in Rosario Grillo. They're setting up Jimmy Uso in a backbreaker position. Grillo off the middle rope with a big elbow drop. The cover, one, two, kick out by Jimmy Uso. Grillo shoots Jimmy off the rope, goes for a flying elbow. Jimmy ducks, rolls through, blind tag by Jay. Grillo turns around. They get him up for the 1D, but Grillo hit with a sunset flip. The ref's not counting, though, because Jimmy's not legal. Jay, break, uh, Jay Uso breaks up the pin, but Hunter Knott comes in. All four men are going at it again. Jimmy Uso going for a crossbody, but Hunter Knott catches him, and Grillo hits him with a drop kick in midair. Double team moves by TSF. Knott and Grillo send Jay to the turnbuckle. They set up in the other corner for a double team Irish whip move. Hunter Knott shoots Grillo in, and he hits a stinger splash. Not tries to follow it up, but Jimmy grabs his foot from the outside. Grillo goes after Jimmy, but Jay rolls up. Grillo, one, two, three. The Usos steal a win from the newcomers. TSF, what a match we have just seen. All four men are in the ring, and they shake hands. A nice show of respect for the newcomers from the Usos as we head to commercial break. Come on, there we go. All right, here we go. Segment five. We are back with our next grudge match. A lot of stuff that happened last week. You want to go back and check out last week that's leading to matches coming up this week. Roderick Strong is coming to the ring. And making his singles debut here on Revolution. It's the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. Last week, the Undisputed Era got involved in Matt Cardona's match. So, Brian has, has vowed to get revenge since Matt's not here tonight. Bell sounds. We are underway. Myers charges in. He double-legs Roddy, takes him down, and he is just pounding away with rights and lefts. Roddy is trying to get away in the corner, but Myers hip tosses him out to the middle of the ring. Big drop kick. Myers goes to the corner. It looks like he's setting up for that roster cut lariat, uh, but Roddy ducks out of the way, catches Myers with one of his signature backbreakers and another one devastating backbreakers from Roddy Strong. Myers rolls to the outside, but Roddy catches him, rams him back first into the ring post. Roddy is all smiles as we head to commercial break. We are back. It's been all Roderick Strong. Wait, he, he's got this stronghold. That's an elevated Boston Crab, kind of like an old school Walls of Jericho. That back is injured. I can't imagine the pain that Brian Myers is in. Roderick has got it locked in deep. He's worked the back the whole match, but somehow Brian Myers makes it to the ropes. Roddy picks him up. Sets him up in a suplex position for the end of heartache, but Brian gets down, rolls him up. One, two, kick out. Both men to their feet. Myers hits a spear from out of nowhere. 
he both men are down though. Myers crawls over finally, gets one arm over. One, two, Roddy gets a shoulder up. What a match this has been. Both men struggle to their feet. They slowly start trading punches. The crowd is right there with them. Boo! Yay! Boo! Yay! Finally, Myers gets momentum. He shoots Roddy off the ropes, ducks down. Roddy catches both arms, though. Double underhook power bomb. But Brian Myers counters with a big back body drop. And there's the roster cut lariat. Cover one, two, three. Brian Myers gets the win here in a huge matchup for the major players heading into the pay-per-view. Commercial break. All right. We come back from commercial break. We see a shot of the crowd, and we see in the aisleway, and around the ring is security. We've doubled up on our security tonight. That means we're going to try to have this match that we have been trying to have for weeks now. Two veterans that we've been anxious to see go at it, but clearly the match has not been able to happen. Here comes Randy Orton. He is flanked by security on both sides, three or four of them there. Here comes the Miz. He is flanked by more security as well. No Maurice tonight. Miz is, I guess, keeping her back in the locker room to try to keep her safe. Um, you know, last week, as a reminder, we don't know what's going on with all this. We saw Eric Bischoff in the backstage area last week. Not sure what he has to do with this. He said publicly he's been talent scouting, so I don't know what that means. Randy Orton and the Miz, they're in the ring finally. They're sizing each other up, and the lights go out. The lights go out again. What is going on? They come back on, and two masks men are in the ring with Orton and Miz. Uh, who? What? What is this? They attack both Morton and Miz. They are down. These masked men are just pounding on Randy Orton and Miz. Security quickly jumps in the ring, but somehow these two masked men escape through the crowd. How they got away, I do not know. What is going on around here? I hope we can get this sorted out fairly quickly. Commercial break. All right. Here we go. We are back, and we are in Stone Cold Steve Austin's office, where he looks deep in thought. And in walks Chris Jericho. Jericho expresses his frustration about what's happened over the last couple of weeks. He wants to know what Austin's going to do about it. Austin says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do about it. He says, Chris, I'm sorry that your little garage band haven't gotten their big break on Revolution. So at the pay-per-view, I'm going to let you have your stupid little concert. Jericho says, watch it, Junior. We cut to the commentary team. Ladies and gentlemen, this weekend, Revolution presents our first pay-per-view game on. And as we've just learned, Chris Jericho's band, Fozzie, will finally get the chance to perform live, hopefully without any interruptions. And we've also been informed that Stone Cold Steve Austin will be moderating a face-to-face -face encounter with Randy Orton and The Miz to get to the bottom of whatever is going on. We're also going to be crowning our first champions in all divisions. First, the tag team championship will be decided when the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, face Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. For the Intercontinental Championship, a dream match between AJ Styles and Adam Cole. And don't forget, if any member of any group gets involved in any of those matches, suspensions will be handed out, titles will be held up, and those groups will be in serious jeopardy. The women's championship will be decided in a fatal five-way between Charlotte Flair, Shayna Baszler, Candice LeRae, Alexa Bliss, and Dr. Britt Baker. And in the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, it's Roman Reigns against the Rated-R Superstar Edge. Speaking of Edge, he is going to be in action right after this commercial break. All right. Oh, I'm cruising. We come back 
and we're in the locker room of Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Tommaso Ciampa walks in the locker room, and Ciampa says, oh, great. Austin said you were looking for me. Gargano says, no, he told me that about you. And just then, Austin walks in the locker room, and he says, oh, great, we're all here. Austin says, I've got a proposition for you, Tim. I know you guys are calling it quits, and I respect that, but I really like you guys. you got a lot to offer this brand as a tag team. So how about one more round? Next week on Revolution, I'm going to grant you guys a shot at whoever wins the tag team titles at the pay-per-view. What do you say? They look at Austin, they look at each other, and they agree. DIY one more round, getting a shot at the tag team titles next week on Revolution. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is main event time. The show off Dolph Ziggler is headed to the ring. You think you know me? And his opponent. Of course, the rated R superstar Edge. No Brian Myers. No Chelsea Green. Edge is coming out alone to face Dolph Ziggler in our main event. Coming up next. Segment 10. The bell sounds and our main event is underway. A very technically sound matchup between these two veterans. Lots of headlocks, hammer locks, go behinds, you know, that sort of thing. Finally, Ziggler gets an opening, goes for the super kick, misses. Edge grabs the back of Dolph's, Dolph's head, takes him down with the Edge-O-Matic. The cover, one, two, kick out by Dolph Ziggler. Edge gets up, hits him with a couple of clotheslines, grabs him to send him up for the execution DDT, but Ziggler slips out of the ring to try to buy some time. Robert Roode is out here. He comes up onto the apron, but there's Brian Myers. He's making his appearance to try to even the odds. We have the finish of this one coming up after this last commercial break. We're back with the conclusion of this match. Dolph Ziggler has been working on Edge's neck throughout the entirety of the break. He jumps up, tries to hit a zigzag, but Edge musters up the power to catch him on his back, and he just rams him into the turnbuckle. Both men struggle to their feet. Edge hits that execution, DDT, crawls over for the cover. One, two, now there's the kick out. He picks Ziggler up. He whips him to the ropes. Edge misses the clothesline, and they knock heads. Both men are down. It's a double down. Robert Roode and Brian Myers are both pounding on the apron. The crowd is getting into it. They're willing them on. Both men finally make it to their feet, and Edge, Edge, Edge hits Ziggler with with a kill switch. Man, that's a deep play out of the out of the playbook. The cover one, two, no. Robert Roode puts Ziggler's foot on the bottom rope, but the referee didn't see it. Brian Meyer saw it, though. He's headed over, and they are brawling on the outside of the ring. Referee gets distracted by this, and so does Ziggler. Ziggler turns around, spear from Edge. The ref finally notices what's going on as Edge makes the cover. The count, one, two. Wait a minute. What is this? Roman Reigns, what is he doing? Edge breaks up the pin. Roman is on stage just smiling. And Edge, wait a minute. Wait, what in the world? The masked men are back and they've attacked Edge in the middle of the ring. The referee is calling for the bell, but these two men are relentless on Edge in the middle of the ring. Security runs past Roman Reigns. But again, for the second time, the masked men escape through the crowd Edge is laid out in the middle of the ring, and Roman Reigns is smiling as we sign off. We will see you at Game On. Huh. I have some theories. Mm. I have some theories, but I'll hold off on them. They're not named Austin. They're not named Austin. No. <laughs> no, I'm killing him on my show. That's true. I don't need to kill him. You're killing him. Huh. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like uh, a little intrigue. 
I like the Mass Men stuff. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. That's very, and I like that it's not just one like one story, but it's now two. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Cardona not being there because it makes sense. Yep. It fits in. Main event Ziggler was not expected. Main event Ziggler, but I like it. Uh, yeah, well, you got to have somebody that can get in there and wrestle and fill some time. Yeah. No, no, no. I like it. I like it a lot. So, yeah. Did we ever have a finish of who actually won, or was it just thrown out? It was a DQ finish. Okay. Yeah, yep. ref called for the bell. It was a DQ finish. Okay. Nobody won. Was, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, all right, this is the go home. So next week will be the pay per view. It will air on the same day. It'll be on Monday, like Andy said. So next week will be the pay per view. Let's run down the cards. Uh, we'll remind everybody of Andy's card first. This is, barring any surprises, what's going to be the card for the pay per view. Coming up, Mayhem presents Conquest of Champions. Yep. Uh, let's let's see what we got. So the Conquest of Ch- Champions pay per view. Let me find it real quick so I don't miss anything. Uh, we have our semifinals for the men's tournament with Kevin Owens, uh, Kem- Kenny Omega versus John Moxley, and then Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, and then the winner of those two matches will face in the main event of Conquest of Champions to crown the first ever PBWF Mayhem World Champion. Uh, on the women's side, we have Becky Lynch versus Ruby Soho, and then Asuka versus Jordan Grace, with the winner of that meeting later on the night to crown a first-ever PBWF Women's World Champion. Uh, FTR and the Young Bucks are facing each other to crown the first-ever Tag Team Champions. Um, and then the first-ever Pure Wrestling Champion will be crowned in a fatal four-way ladder match between Shinsuke Nakamura, MJF, Malachi Black, and C. M Punk. Mm. So that's a uh, fun match. It's a fun match. It's a good card. And uh, yeah, you never know what you're going to expect or who you're going to see at these pay-per-views as well. So definitely want to check in to the pay-per-view. Yes, you do. Let me just tell you that because you might not know who's going to show up on that side. You don't know who's going to show up on this side either. Um, So again, for revolution side presenting game on, as you heard in the show, Fozzie will finally get the chance to perform. Will they finally get through a performance? <laughs> will Jericho finally be happy? We will see. Steve Austin. <laughs> no, Steve Austin will be hosting a face-to-face to get to the bottom of The Miz and Randy Orton. Both have said they have nothing to do with what's been happening with the various attacks. Now the masked men are involved. So we're going to get to the bottom of that at the pay-per-view, or will we? Um, Also, we're going to crown the Intercontinental Champion, AJ Styles versus Adam Cole. Then you're going to see the Good Brothers versus Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish for the Tag Team Championship. And then if any interference happens in those two matches from either side, the belts get held up, and all eight men will be suspended. Not just the ones involved in the match. All eight men will be suspended. Then we're going to see for the women's championship, a fatal five-way. Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, Candice LeRae, and Dr. Britt Baker. And then for the heavyweight championship, Roman Reigns versus Edge, one-on-one. Will Matt Cardona be there? What will his involvement be? Could he still possibly get added? Because you know Matt Cardona and him begging and all this other craziness. So we will see how Matt Cardona fares at the pay-per-view. That's it, man. Two very solid pay-per-views coming up. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm uh, I'm excited to do mine, but I'm excited to see what you do with yours. I'm in, I'm intrigued by a lot of stuff, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. And remember, guys, as Andy and I told you at the beginning of the show, we have plans for months and months down the road. Yeah. So don't. I would not recommend just jumping in one week and thinking you know what's going on because there's a lot of stuff that we've referenced that's either happened over and over or callbacks or, you know, all kinds of stuff like that that you've missed if you're missing out on the show. Yep. Make sure you go check them out. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing this. This is a blast. Hope you guys are digging it. Give us some feedback at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you find your podcast. Give us a five-star review. Uh, subscribe to the BodySlam.net YouTube channel. I know they would appreciate that as well. Hopefully for our pay-per-view, Mr. Brad Beal will be back with us and your sound quality will be a little better. <laughs> um, if not, it'll be these two cronies running the show. Anyway, 
That being said, again, we hope you've enjoyed what we're doing here. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Thanks for being with us here on week four of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation. We will catch you guys down the road.